Hey guys, this is Johan. And this is Cynthia. And welcome to episode two of That's Too Much Butter. Uh, first, we wanted to start off and say thank you for everybody's love and support on our first episode. Got a lot of great feedback from friends and family, so we're really looking forward to uh, hearing more from you guys. And we're really excited to get back and talk about the part two of the underdogs of 2019. So uh, let's kind of get into it. So Cynthia, what are the uh, three movies that we're going to talk about today? So we're going to talk about Yesterday, Good Boys, and Ready or Not. Awesome. Yesterday, Ellie bought you a present. All my troubles seem wow. so far away. Now it looks as though they're here to stay. Oh, I believe in yesterday. When did you write that? I didn't write it. Paul McCartney wrote it. The Beatles. So the first movie that we're going to talk about is Yesterday. This movie was released on June 28th, 2019, and it's directed by Danny Boyle, produced by Tim Bevan, Eric Fellner, Bernie Ballou, uh, Matthew James Wilkinson, Richard Curtis, and Danny Boyle. And it stars Himesh Patel, Lily James, uh, Ed Sheeran, and Kate McKinnon. Um, the movie basically is about a struggling singer-songwriter who wants to be famous. Um, he ends up getting into a sort of freak a bike accident where he gets hit by a bus during a global blackout and wakes up and pretty much recovers completely. Uh, after he recovers, he meets up with his friends and he starts singing the song yesterday to them and discovers that they have no idea where this song came from. They didn't know that it was connected to the Beatles um, and they commended him on it. They were like, this is an amazing song. Um, and so he does a little bit more research. He's kind of freaked out by that, but does a little bit more research and finds out that the Beatles never existed. And so after, you know, doing more research, just kind of like checking and seeing, all right, well, we're, you know, how does it, nobody know what these songs are? Um, he starts actually playing Beatles songs and begins performing them. And through that process, he ends up being this, famous um beetle uh, this famous singer and uses the beatles songs as sort of his tracks yeah so uh so i'll say this about this movie um yeah I, I was never a huge beatles fan uh just coincidentally uh a, a job that i had a couple of years ago they sent me out on a beatles convention so if you know me, I'm more into like hip hop, rap, R&B, uh, you know, listen to Spanish music, bachata, merengue, salsa, all that stuff. So 
the Beatles was never really in my rotation. But when I went to that convention a couple of years ago, I really got this really cool understanding of the music and seeing why people love it. And the reason I'm saying this is because I, I don't feel like you can fully appreciate this film unless you're at least a, a, a knowledgeable person of the Beatles music. Because like Cynthia stated, like the movie basically is an alternate universe where the Beatles basically didn't really exist. And that's actually one of the things that actually grabbed uh, me, at least, to the movie, is that I wanted to see more about it, kind of wanted to see what it was all about, and it ended up being a really cool film. Like, the main character, um, he does great. Cynthia, I'm sorry, what was uh, the character, what was his name again? His name was Jack Malik. Yeah, so Jack Malik. So, yeah, so he's, like, you know, like Cynthia said, like, he's now, he's become famous because now he's singing these Beatles songs. And to kind of see his journey from realizing that nobody knows the Beatles and now using the Beatles song to become this famous singer that he's always wanted to be, uh, it's really interesting to see the path that he takes because he, at the beginning of the movie, he is a, an artist, but nobody knows his stuff. Like he's gone to these gigs and nobody appreciates him. He doesn't feel like he's appreciated. And now that he's getting the recognition that he has, he kind of puts everything that was already in his life to the side. And that's kind of one of the main plots of the movie where the, the basically the girl that he should be with and he doesn't realize it, he's basically kind of fucking that up for lack of a, lack of a better a term. And it, just to see the journey of seeing somebody who gets the fame that he wants, but not realizing that there's other important things right there in front of him, it, it's really interesting to see. I agree with you. I think that um, for me, I don't think I appreciated this movie as much as um, a Beatles fan would because I'm I don't really listen to the Beatles. I'm not too I'm familiar with like their main hits, but not their entire records um, or song lists. And so for me, it was really kind of more being attracted to the plot of the movie. Um, there were some songs that I recognized, but I didn't, you know, if for me, it was it was definitely hard to kind of make that connection. Overall, though, I thought it was a good movie. Um, you know, it, it is a romantic comedy film. Um, and so it, it's one of those like lighthearted films while like the main actor is is going through yeah uh, sort of his own struggle and and you see kind of like where he started and where he ends up in the movie and his journey i i for me i really enjoyed seeing that um what did you give this on ig what was your rating on instagram i, I gave it pretty high i actually gave it four and a half stars out of five that's pretty and high so one of the things that i mentioned in the in my little review on instagram is that like I said, like you really don't, you can't appreciate it as much if you're not a Beatles fan. But even if you just enjoy their music, like I couldn't tell you their greatest hits and things of that nature. But the 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 name of the movie is called Yesterday, and to me, that is actually my favorite Beatles song. It's pretty short. It basically the concept of that song is how you know yesterday, you know things were a lot easier. It was a better time, which coincidentally is kind of what we can. Think about how times are right now. The movie now is, I think, kind of really shows you that, you know, instead of looking ahead, the uh, you know, the past sometimes can can kind of show you that you know it, that things weren't that bad. And with the main character in this movie, uh, he, even though he didn't have the fame 
and the accolades and the recognition that he that he felt like he deserved. The the songs that he had are actually pretty good. Um, his best friend, which is the girl that um, that's in love with him, is a huge fan of his. Will go to his gigs, and for whatever reason, he never saw her in that light because he didn't feel like he deserved somebody like that because he felt like he needed somebody. He needed to be famous first to deserve the love, uh, that type of love that she was giving him. And you'll see in the movie how that kind of, uh, once he does become famous, that the pressure to kind of be this big name star and trying to juggle the... the like fame his, and celebrity. Exactly, celebrity, celebrity. Having this girl who clearly is in love with him and for whatever reason, he is just scared to try it. He feels like if he does it, he's going to mess up his dream. And he ends up kind of basically just messing up something really good in his life. Not to give too much away from the movie, but it's it's really it's, it's a really great message to see that even though the movie is really big on like the Beatles theme, uh, that's a really cool cameo, so to speak, in the movie. Because like I said, this is an alternate universe. So if they're making Beatles music, where exactly are the original Beatles members? So that's you actually kind of get a little take on that in the movie. Uh, but overall, like I said, I, I think it's a great movie. I think the message is great. I think sometimes appreciate what's what you have in the moment, and I think that's one of the great things about this movie. I think the other thing that I like too about this movie is that it shows you that what you maybe aspire to isn't all that it's cut out to be and that fame and fortune isn't necessarily everything so you have this character who wants to be this great big rock star and it's like once he gets there he sees a totally different side of it and it's so um you know i think that when you think about social media and when you think about just you know, people's perceptions of how people make themselves out to be on social media. It's like, sometimes it's not really all it's cut out to be. And I think that he realizes that once he gets to the top. Um, but overall, I think that this was a really good movie, even for someone who is not familiar with the music. It's, you know, it's a good plot. Um, it's an interesting plot. And it kind of makes you, you know, go into this completely alternate universe um that it, it, it's 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 just a very different type of take on a film so it's not a traditional like you know uh something in the reality you know beginning middle finish it's it kind of is a different take on um you know uh, the plot of the movie um i think that what's interesting about this is that you stay in that alternate universe like you know throughout the film so it's like once the the he gets hit by a bus it's like he stays that's, there that's the real world that, and that's, that that's became, the real world exactly. yeah and you don't you don't really see that in movies which i find very interesting yeah, sometimes like it'll be like it's a dream sequence like he wakes up and like oh shit like this yeah. is i just had a dream of me being famous where and this it, it wasn't like that and in the last couple of years there's been a lot of movies about music there's been uh the autobiographies of like uh of, of uh Elton John mm -hmm. and uh, Queen and things like that. And those movies are awesome. Like, we saw those. We loved them. Yeah. So I actually like that this was a different take because the music kind of also makes the movie because he basically, uh, when he sings, he makes these songs, quote unquote, even though he knows all these songs already, 
It wasn't a biopic. Like it exactly. wasn't yeah. it wasn't it's, a biopic on the Beatles. It was a different take where it was a regular schmegular character mm-hmm. singing his, their songs, which honestly is super relatable because I can tell you for me, like when I was a kid and even now, like I'll sing songs about artists and think that I'm them <laughs> and have my own concert. That's so true. I didn't even think about it like that. That's, yeah. that's actually a really good take. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Think about like if you were able to sing like songs of your of like the people that you used to sing all the time and stuff Same like that. Thing. that. That's basically this is just his dreams came true and, and ended up being the reality. Uh, also, shout out to like uh, Ed Sheeran who has a cameo in the movie and it's pretty funny. Um, there's a uh, if you a Beatles there's a uh, Beatles song called Hey Jude that he that the main character is recording and Ed Sheeran. Because Ed Sheeran's now in this reality where he also does not know who the Beatles are. Uh, Ed Sheeran goes like, hey, maybe you should call it Hey Dude. And it was hilarious. Can you just imagine if that song, instead of going, hey, Jude. It's it like goes, blasphemous hey, for what the song dude. is. That's ridiculous. But it was so funny to see that. And that was also making me realize, like, can you just imagine, like, a world that didn't have the Beatles song? Like, didn't, you know, the Abbey Road cover and things of that nature. It's just a pretty cool take. There's a lot that happens in the movie. Also, when uh, this it's not re- really giving much away because you can kind of see it in the trailer. A, there's a a big a part in the movie where his the alternate reality kind of gets mixed up with how it was before the accident, and that's also a pretty uh, cool concept because then you kind of see like oh the accident didn't take out everybody's memory of the Beatles. There was actually a couple of people who remember it, and then you kind of see how he does. Uh, um, deals with that but yesterday uh, it's a great movie uh, like I said even Cynthia who's not a huge fan of the Beatles she can appreciate it and even somebody like myself who has become a, a big Beatles fans over the years I really really like the movie like I said I gave it four and a half stars and if you want to watch it right now they have it on HBO so if you have HBO Go or HBO Now as well as Hulu so let us uh, let us know what you guys think and yeah yesterday go watch it long drive ahead of us so give us the bag or i will hurt you do not test me threats will get you nowhere peasant just give us the fucking molly okay who's molly because she's not with us ah guys molly is a sex drug dateline did an expose on it you had us bring drugs to a fucking playground there are children here it's okay i know what to do so the next movie we're going to talk about is Good Boys. This movie was released on August 16th, 2019, and it's directed by Gene Stubnitsky, produced by Lee Eisenberg, Evan Goldberg, Seth Rogen, and James Weaver. And it stars Jacob Tremblay, Keith L. Williams, Braddy Noon, Molly Gordon, Lil Rel Howery, and Midori Francis. This bit movie is a comedy that stars these three preteen friends by the names of Max, Lucas, and Thor, where they basically go into their sixth grade year and they're facing their own personal dilemmas, right? So you have Max, who has a uh, crush on one of his classmates, uh, Lucas, who finds out that his parents are getting divorced, and then Thor, who gets teased by uh, other students, um, you know, gets, you know, teased by other students and then also loves singing. And so (laughs) basically the movie kind of follows their journey because 
Max wants to kiss his crush and mm-hmm. um, they get invited to a party where he has the opportunity to kiss his crush and um, because and so basically he wants to learn how to kiss. He wants to learn how to kiss this girl. And so pretty much what they do is that they steal Max's dad's drone and they go to spy on these two teenage girls um, who live next to him next to Max and they go to spy on them so that they can learn how to kiss a girl (laughs) and so sort of in the process they end up losing the drone i'm not going to ruin that for you guys but they end up losing the drone and it kind of just goes through this plot of them getting the drone back (laughs) and then them getting to the party um so yeah yeah so um it's so when we wanted to do this podcast the, the first couple of episodes um Picking this movie was a little difficult because there's another movie that came out around the same time last year um, that was called um, Booksmart. Oh, yeah. That was a great movie. Yes. And the reason I picked Booksmart is because one of the actresses in that movie was actually nominated for some awards. Mm-hmm. And um, It was Jonah Hill's sister. sister. Which a lot of people don't know because they don't share the same last name. So... I wanted to do this movie just because it didn't really get that much recognition. And I think that's criminal because I think this movie is really, really good. Yeah, it's, it's an awesome, it's, awesome film. It's so funny. So, um, spoiler alert, uh, Cynthia and I were 30. So, <laughs> we uh, lived in the generation where we had uh, knocked up 40-year-old version, forgetting, yeah. forgetting Sarah Marshall. So, in that made... Uh, it's super bad. It's super bad. Oh my god, super bad. Which you love. I, you know, I <laughs> I'm can, not a big super. I know. Fan. I don't. Which is crazy because I can put on super bad <laughs> right now. Yeah. Anchorman, like to me, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like I wasn't, you know, I wasn't alive for like the big national uh, lampoon. lampoon, like boom and stuff like that. Even though Van Wilder with um, Ryan Reynolds, hilarious. But like <laughs> I. Like, to me, like, that was, like, for me, that was kind of, like, the golden age of comedy for me. So like, it to, was those movies. Yeah. To me, like, those movies aren't funny. And for, and they are funny to a point, but then it's just, like, that, I don't know, it's it's that type of humor that you just, I, it's just, like, really, though, <laughs> this is ridiculous. Like, I can't realistically believe that. But I will say Good Boys was one of my favorite films of the year. I just really enjoyed these three kids they're all going through their own struggles so it's super relatable like i think as a kid like in the sixth grade even going into the sixth grade you're having like crushes on other kids (laughs) you know even like something as like your parents getting a divorce like that's super relatable um like wanting to like kind of figure out sort of where you are um i just love that and i think that for me, what makes this movie different from like an Anchorman, a Superbad, um, I know that it's a very unpopular opinion of me not, you know, that's blasphemous. Really liking that's those so crazy. Films, but you know, I, love, I played Anchorman here not too long are, ago. You are, you are, and it is fun. There are some <laughs> good jokes, but it's just not something that like I watched Step Brothers and I was like, yeah. <laughs> this is ridiculous. No, so, I can't really believe so, this. So which is funny. So when and when I rated this on Instagram last year, I gave it four out of five. And the only reason I, I didn't like give it more stuff like that, I love I love to laugh. I love to I love to make people laugh. 
I just comedy is just like a great yeah. thing in just in general. I just the only thing about this movie is that you can clearly tell maybe it was just trying a little hard when it came to the funny stuff. Seth Rogen is a producer on the film. Yeah. And if you saw um if, if anybody saw the trailers when this movie came out, like he was talking to the kids in the movie. This is a rated R film. So the kids in the film couldn't technically even watch this movie if they wanted to. Because it's like yeah. really Honestly, really though, raunchy. but it's kind of crazy. Maybe I'm just like a little old. Maybe I'm just like at that age where maybe I take humor differently. You know, you live and you grow. But I thought this movie was fucking hilarious. Like <laughs> I did it honestly. Like it, it, it just hit differently. Like it was so, so, so good. Like these kids are just hilarious. I mean, it's stupid funny. Yeah, it's like a stupid it funny is. movie. And it's, it's, it's honestly, it's just honestly. Like I was thinking to myself at that age. Like, I would be petrified to do half of things. Yes, I wanted to, to know how to kiss a girl. But in the movie, they use a blow-up doll. And, and like, to the point where they think... Yeah. They were talking about, like, how you get, like, a... I think, like, an STD or something like that when you kiss the girl <laughs> and stuff like that. But... And then, the um, I think uh, one of the characters, Lucas is his name, um, he, like, admits that, like, his mom is his best friend. He's actually the one who's trying to kind of get the crew back in order to what their main goal is is to just to kind of get to the to this party and make sure they kind of have shit you know untagged but it's kind of crazy to see like i'm trying to think maybe what's the last movie where they had like these like kids kind of going crazy and doing shit like that i i couldn't i don't i couldn't remember like i said i don't i, I don't remember i think the last movie that we saw that is almost you know, similar to that, which you mentioned was Booksmart. Like in terms of the yeah, but even those that girls, type of even the girls in that movie, they were teenagers. They like were. they were, they were, and they were seniors in high school. If you guys haven't seen Booksmart, definitely watch that. It's that movie film. is so good. The intro to that movie is amazing. Like the beginning of the movie is so good. But um, but for for this movie and, and Good Boys to see like these like these young kids, sixth graders trying to navigate. You kind of it kind of makes you kind of have a flashback to when you were a kid and it was kind of awkward. These three kids all have like these things that they're trying to do and they're all kind of good at different things. When it's po- you know one is semi popular, the other one sings, the other one has his mom as his best friend, and it's just kind of crazy what they do. And if you guys remember Superbad, which is something that Cynthia had mentioned before, this really is like a. I'm not even gonna say a kids version of Superbad <laughs> because it's a rated R movie, and trust me, you should not have. If you have kids or you have little nieces and nephews or little cousins, I would suggest to not have them watch this movie. But, but w- one of the things that I think for me that I I liked about it and I appreciated about the way that the film played out is these. It's a it's it's a it's one of those like comedies where they're they're just doing things, right? Like they're kind of like going about their day, they're going through this adventure. There's an innocence behind it, right? So like they're so for example, there's a part in the movie where they wanna learn how to kiss and they're looking up and then all of a sudden they're like home alone and they're looking up porn. So they type in in the Google search box porb. Porb. <laughs> and then they look up what porn is and they're just like ew yeah. this is nasty it's like those times like remember when you was kids and you thought like as as you know as a, as like a male like you thought like yeah like you thought girls had cooties and stuff like that but for them 
even though they think that, you know, it's weird to like interact with girls, they know that for them to be at this party, they know <laughs> they need to interact with these girls. And it's just crazy. Like, it's, it's a good film. It's honestly, it's pretty funny. Like I said, it, I, sometimes I feel like maybe they're trying a little hard, but that does not take away from how funny this movie is. Um, like I said, I guess. I'm it, actually, I'm actually, I'm sorry to cut you off. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm actually really surprised that this film didn't really get the recognition. Um, that I think it deserved because I actually, like, I'm surprised that there wasn't any more talk about this film. Which is crazy, just because, just off the bat that how raunchy it was, like, it, there wasn't any disrespectful thing, especially, you know, in our in our political climate right now, but, like, you, it was right there, like, you can tell, like, it, it was about to go over the line and then it kind of stopped, but mm-hmm. it was great, you're right, it definitely didn't need, it, it definitely deserved more love, uh, it's a funny, funny movie, uh, if you guys want to watch it right now, they have it on Hulu, and HBO, so if you have HBO Go or HBO Now, definitely check it out. The movie, is, uh, again, is called Good Boys. So let us know what you guys think. You can help me, please. This doesn't end well for you. I just don't want to be the one to serve you up. Daniel, I'm begging you. I'm really sorry about all this. It's true what they say, the rich really are different. So the last movie that we are going to review is Ready or Not. This movie was released on August 24th, 2019. And the movie was directed by Matt Bettelini Olpen and Tyler Gillette. And it was produced by Trip Vincent, James Vanderbilt, William, Willem Chirac, Bradley J. Fisher, and then it stars Samara Weaving, Adam Brody, Mark O'Brien, Henry Sersney, Henry and Andy McDowell. And pretty much the movie is basically about this couple by the name of Grace and Alex who are getting married. It's their wedding day. And Grace is marrying into Alex's family. And the reason why I'm pointing that out is because it's important to the plot. But she's marrying into his family, and his family pretty much comes from old money, right? So uh, (laughs) his family is known for putting together board games. And so on their wedding night, one of the traditions for that family is that they play a game. And so the game comes from the 19th century. It's a tradition that they've always done. And basically what happens is that the person marrying into the family... um, they go around and 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 they have to it's basically like a scavenger hunt so if the person gets found they die (laughs) yeah they get off they get off and um yeah so it kind of just goes through this um grace has to is the one pretty much kind of playing hide and seek this like scavenger hunt the family is basically hunting her and trying to find her throughout this big old mansion and it goes through that i don't want to ruin it for you guys because it's just it's so for me watching this film, I felt like I was watching Clue in real life. <laughs> it was basically Clue, Hide and Seek, had a, a baby with a horror film, and this is what you get. Yeah. It's just, it's crazy. So, 
it's funny as it sounds, I, I don't think a lot of people watch this movie, but I remember seeing the trailer for it a lot. Do you remember when we went to the movies? Yes. At the beginning of last year, I feel like yes. they hadn't mentioned it, but it doesn't seem like this movie got a lot of love. Which is funny because for us, like the reason why we watch some movies is because we see the trailers. Yes. <laughs> There's some movies that um, that we just have to watch just up because they literally show the trailer so many times. And at that point, you're like, I, we're gonna have to watch this movie. Like they're 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 marketing this to people in the movies for a reason. But sometimes that doesn't work, and I think that's what happened with Ready or Not. Even though it's a great film, uh, you don't really hear too many people talk about it. But like Cynthia said, like it's basically hide and seek on steroids. Like the this couple gets married, and for basically for the marriage to be kind of complete and for her to join the family, shit got, has to get real. And this is probably the worst hide-and-seek game she's probably ever been in her life. Well, it's funny because the game is hide-and-seek. Yeah, no, it is hide-and-seek. <laughs> yeah, like, that's the, the game, game that, that she draws. Up, yeah, that's yeah. The, game, the, the game that she draws is called hide-and-seek, which is funny. I wish they would have just called the movie that, but they called it Ready or Not. Um, <laughs> I gave the movie three and a half stars out of five. Uh, still a good movie. Uh, the, only, uh, the only thing is that you kind of want to know more. There's a lot of things in the movie that happen that kind of don't make some... I'm not, not going to say a lot of sense, but... There's just things in the movie that just happen that you're like, oh, that shit would never happen in real life. Like, if people are getting killed, like, yeah. come on. Like, let's not get crazy. <laughs> I, I, I disagree, though. I feel like that was the point of the movie. It was to, like, introduce this totally out there idea. Um, I think for me, why I... Would, what I would have appreciated more about this film if they, is if they would have given some more backstory, yes. right? So, like, and then, you I, find... And, to interrupt, and I, I think that's one of the... I want to say, like, the our, our faults is that even with a, even with these movies that are coming out now, like, we always want a little bit more. Yeah. Like, because we, we get so, I guess, involved and we get so caught up with the story, you're like, wait a minute, how did that happen? Yeah. So you want to know what, like, how, like, why did this happen? But... Well, in this case, like in this film, she was a foster child. Mm -hmm. And so you find out that she just wants to belong and she wants to be in family. Like, that is the one thing that she is seeking. And so it's funny because, like... She thought she got the jackpot. <laughs> yeah, she really scored the jackpot on this. I mean, and she, she was going to marry like, Rich. Yeah, she, but she wasn't even a gold digger. Like, no, the husband, she wasn't. The husband looks like a nice guy, seems like a nice guy, is a is a good guy. And you find out, like, his crazy-ass history. And then you realize that his family is out of their fucking mind. Like, so... <laughs> yeah, and so it's kind of crazy. It's kind of funny because... And so the movie is a horror comedy film which you know you would think like oh shit like this is really scary like even watching the trailer i was a little scared of the film i'm like damn this is gonna be a lot but then you re then it's actually pretty funny there were some funny moments but it's actually a good amount of, even like the some of the the kills the murders that happened in the yeah. movie like are pretty funny so and again we're not giving uh, a, a, anything away because you can see it in the trailer like when they think they caught the the bride they end up kidding like one of the maids like and the way that the maids get killed is pretty funny and also because the maids are part of quote unquote they were hired by the family they're also trying to get this bride but you know shit hits the fan like it's just crazy and basically the the reason that they are doing this is because of some superstition that they've believed in their family history from the 19th century mm -hmm. so can you just imagine that any time that you, one of your like cousins gets married, you guys have to play this deathly game. And if you don't play this game, your whole family's cursed, whole family dies. 
So they, the family feels the need that they need to do this or their whole family is fucked and cursed for the rest of their life. <laughs> yeah, I, I really, really, really like this film. Um, it was definitely... I personally would have given it probably like a three and a half to four stars. Yeah. Um, Sounds about right. That's I, I, gave I it. like it. I like I liked the movie definitely a lot. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and like I said, it's you watch the movie, you want a little more. The ending... The ending is 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 good. It's just kind of weird how it happens at the end. <laughs> that's a comedy. Yeah, part. but again, and that's like I said, there's a, like Cynthia said, there's a lot of comedic parts in it. But yeah, no, it's it's a really it's it's a fun movie. Like if you want like a like a cool like horror comedy, it's it's a cool. Honestly, it's, it's kind of like a good date film to be honest. And honestly, <laughs> yeah, I ain't going nowhere right now. So if you guys uh, want to see it. Um, they don't have it on any streaming sites at the moment. So if you guys uh, want to see it, you, you guys just have to buy it online, whether it be Amazon. I think YouTube has it as well. Uh, but yeah, uh, the movie's called Ready or Not. Uh, give it a watch and let us know what you guys think. So that wraps up our movie reviews for these three films. Uh, for our next episode, we're going to talk about Waves, Dark Waters, and Just Mercy. It's been weird because we're so used to going to the movies pretty much every week and because of this whole um you know pandemic we've you know been staying at home and just kind of catching up on like netflix and watching a lot of different films that are on netflix that i think a lot of people are watching which we will be talking about on this podcast because for example like last night um we actually saw the platform yeah on netflix i think that's a great movie so we will be talking about that in one of our future episodes so because of the pandemic, unfortunately, we can't go to the theaters like we've always wanted to. But uh, don't worry about it. We'll definitely be watching some uh, streamed movies so you guys also know what to watch there as well. But I also think that our movie experience is definitely different just because we're doing it at home. But mm-hmm. yeah, like we're just excited to uh, continue with reviewing some of the films that we watched last year and so like i said the movies that we're going to be uh reviewing in our next episode are waves dark dark waters and just mercy so if you guys want to watch it before we we release our next podcast episode that would be awesome that way you can come in and you're prepared and can hear what we have to say about it um but if not you can also take a listen because we're not really spoiling anything for the movies uh but yeah thank you guys for for taking a listen 